detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again. Jared, it's a big week here at the Thrill Me podcast. Some would say the biggest week. Is that fair? Oh, yeah, it's a, I don't think that's going too far, crow style. We're going to bow down to the king. The king of the Thrill Me podcast, really. Patron saint. Patron saint of the Thrill Me podcast. We've got first, a statue of him over in the corner. <laughs> first man. Six-pack in hand. First man to be inducted into the Thrill Me Hall of Fame. One Mr. Thomas Atkins. Mm. Now, t- just a side note, we have done many of Tom's best movies. We've actually got episodes on Halloween 3. We've got an episode on Night of the Creeps. We've got an episode on My Bloody Valentine. 3D, but over the, the fog. next We've done the, the fog. fog. Yes, sorry, I forgot about the fog. But for this week, we are going to crank out a few of Tom's other films, and we're also going to revisit his most famous. So strap yourself in, big week. I put it on Instagram as a Atkins smorgasbord. Mm. Yeah, you know, there's some cheeses, <laughs> some crackers <laughs> on the platter. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of meat. I mean, if we're going by his by his roles in the pictures, you know, there's there's some nice roast meats and gravies <laughs> and things, yeah. and there's a couple of bloody mouldy cheeses and crackers, yeah. stale crackers in the corner. And look, 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 there's a, there's one particular film which I wouldn't call it like Jats crackers. It's more of like that second tier cracker that you can find at Woolies. You yeah, know, yeah, you get yeah. On the side, it's so, not even Ritz. Doesn't it's not even a Ritz <laughs> not cracker. Even a Ritz cracker, but. We're doing it for the love of Tom. Tonight's episode is probably his most recent film, I believe. It's 2019's Trick. Mm. But before we get to that, Jared, just a quick um, discussion because there was a trailer dropped the other day. I put it on our Facebook page for The Babysitter, Killer Queen, the sequel to the Netflix The Babysitter film, which I loved. Yeah, it was good. The original. McGee's back. I told you a while back I was buying up stock. I am purchasing further stock. Well, you know, you, you're doubling down because the, the initial package of stock that you purchased plummeted. No, it didn't. I mean, it, it didn't plummet. <laughs> it went up because he made uh, Rim of the World. No. I mean, shit, he uh, was... I repeat, it plummeted. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the peak of his powers there. Yeah. But his stock didn't rise. It did. It rose, rise. rose a couple of bucks. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at your portfolio and I'm saying you're in you're in a hole. Okay. Here. I bought 200 units. So, so you're a desperate one. man who has yeah. who has doubled down. I have poured all my money into McGee. No, I think this one's a safer bet. I mean, it looks like it's going to just continue that comedic approach that it took to the first one. Yeah. The, the first one was a bit of a surprise because it sort of went into this kind of ridiculous territory that you, you weren't anticipating. Now that you know it, hopefully the second one's going to be, you know, equally as fun and just continue that sort of ridiculous track that the first one went down because it was, yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. Were um, you an up or, are you up or down on this? I'm up. You're I'm up. up. So you will even admit that the first one was, you know, worth purchasing, maybe can, five, look, five I barrels? Be, I can be enthusiastic about about <laughs> the prospects of but a, will not of put a money stock to it. without purchasing sense. <laughs> You're happy to see where it goes, but yeah, you're not yeah. going to buy it. I can say to someone else, oh, yeah, it looks all right, but, you know, secretly my wallet's still in my pocket. Okay. I'm not purchasing. Fair so. enough, fair enough. I'm, I'm a big up on it. 
It looks good. It looks like it sort of sits right in the same wheelhouse as the first one. I like the idea that he's the kid's a bit older and, you know, they're, they're sort of coming back mm. for him. Uh, I think it's it's going to play all right on Netflix, so lock me in for that one. Good. All right. Let's take a break. Uh, and here's the trailer for 2019's Trick. Is he still alive? He isn't. Trick comes back every Halloween. I've never been a believer. But this is just pure evil. Trick from 2019, directed by Patrick Lussier, who directed My, the My Bloody Valentine remake, produced by Ida Kennedy, who produced Ghost Hunters, and Ellen S. Wanda, who produced Marshall. When I say uh, Ida Kennedy produced Ghost Hunters, I actually mean that TV show, you know, where a group of people rock up to a house and... Yeah. yeah. Oh, this place is haunted. A few chairs move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's about as far as it gets. Yeah, they tie some things up on string and then jiggle them when they turn the lights off and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, great stuff. Yep. It's written by Patrick, Patrick Lucier and Todd Farmer, who wrote Jason X. It stars Omar Epps as Detective Mike Denver, Jamie Kennedy as Dr. Stephen, Tom Atkins as Talbot, and Ellen Adair as Sher- Sheriff Lisa Jane. Couldn't find information about what the budget was, and there's no box office because I'm assuming it was, I believe it was released direct to streaming or direct to DVD. Now, Patrick Lucier, Todd Farmer, and Tom Atkins also collaborated on the My Bloody Valentine remake. Hmm, correct. All right, Jared, how did you feel about Trick? Now, we're going to do two rating scales here a rating for the actual film. Mm hmm. But a mustache rating for Tom Atkins' <laughs> work, okay? Yes. Is that fair? Fair. Because it separates Tom from the film. From the material, yeah. I know. It's, it's not fair to saddle him <laughs> with the material sometimes, and this being the case. Obviously, he only had a small role in this one, but we, we took this one on board being that it was probably his, his most recent entry and it is in the genre realm. So, quite frankly... It, Needed more of him. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, look, it's a bit of a shocker. It, I, I didn't like it very much at all. Uh, you could see that they were trying to go. They were trying to go for the big swings. They were trying to come up with the uh, a slasher that kind of satisfied the, the gore hound sort of element, as well as having a bit of fun with the, the tropes and making some comments on it. But they never really went too far with any of those. 
I would dish out some one-liners that were taking shots at, you know, Michael Myers or Halloween or, that you know, that general slasher type setup. And you'd get a very brief chuckle, if that, and then, then you'd kind of just move on and that would be it. I didn't even this, get the brief chuckle. Well, was, it, only <laughs> happened, look, it only happened once or twice, but the story is just, I mean, it's nonsense. And that's, that's a real shame. Like, this, the simple elements of the slasher, they, they don't get them right either. So by the end of it, I was, it, it just felt like it wouldn't end. It, just, it was such it, a drag. It was 100 minutes long, it was, which yeah. is way too long for a slasher film. But it was, I mean, even then, if it was exciting or, or the story was engaging, I could have dealt with that. But it just, it wasn't. So it just felt like it dragged on forever. Mm. You know, we'll, we will get into the spoilers, but just sort of keeping it, keeping it low key now that the, the twists down the stretch, although I don't necessarily have problems with where they were trying to go, they just flopped. So I'd probably have to give it a one. One is your rating. Yeah. So what is your Atkins sad, rating? Really. No, the mustache. The mustache ratings. I'm going to give it. A, I'm going to give it two and a half mustaches. <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half. Perfectly manicured. Yeah, I'm going to give one. Bars. I'm going to give two full mustaches and one sort of pencil mustache, um, <laughs> because he was only in a supporting role. Yeah. So there wasn't much of him, which brings it down a little bit. But even then. He was a breath of fresh air, and as soon as he was gone, the, the life was just sucked out of the picture. <laughs> so, <laughs> I give it two and a half, basically, because he was just a bit player. So, reiterate again, one star for the film, two and a half moments for Tom Atkins' work. Yep. Okay. I am right there with you at one star. The director and writer had a hand in the My Bloody Valentine remake, which to me is one of the best of the remakes, the slasher remakes. Yeah. Far superior to Friday the 13th or any of those other ones. Those guys kind of got the got the brief and, and worked it really well. So I actually had a little bit of hope for this. Yeah. I wasn't expecting genius, but I was expecting a slasher film that I could understand. But even something like Drive Angry that they did yeah. was stupid, but it was a, a, a good time. Yeah. You know, so... So I, I was actually coming well. in thinking, okay, well, this might be better than we anticipate. But it just wasn't. They were trying to go certain routes, and I get that. There's nothing new under the sun in slasher movies when it comes to twists and stuff. It's very difficult to find a way to twist. But then don't twist. Then do a slasher film well. That's yeah. about, for the most part, that's as, that's what you want to aim for. Yeah, they don't do it well. It's badly shot. It's badly acted. Acted, not Tom Atkins, of course. But <laughs> there's no tension. There's no suspense. There, it's just a real cheapness to it. I mean, Jamie Kennedy has got some kind of hairdo that. <laughs> I mean, I'll get into it later. But it's kind of like a moulay, but it's not. It's yeah. weird. It's not a man bun. It's strange. It's more like a half-eaten dinner roll or something. <laughs> <laughs> But overall, the film just doesn't work on any level. It just doesn't have anything to offer it. No. No, I mean, uh, look, I, I, I'm trying to be. I was trying to be good about. It. I was trying to find something to, to sort of hang my hat on a little bit to say it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. But I just couldn't get to it because about halfway through, I was just like, this has. I've just got to get this over and done with. It, was a, yeah. it felt like a chore. I was the same. I was the same. Like I just, I wanted to like it because I, I, you know, have have 
been pretty happy with what these guys have put out. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot of people shit on, like, Todd Farmer's stuff, but I have no such issues with his stuff. I mean- Most of his stuff's all right. How could you shit on Jason X? You you just can't do it. You just can't. (laughs) Not that one. That's not the one I'm talking about. Classic. I guess even something like Jason X has moments. So, uh, yeah, I've got absolutely no problems with Todd Farmer's work as a screenwriter. I think he's done some pretty good stuff, personally. But he just drops the ball here. And whether or not it's his fault or the direction, but I think both of them have a hand in how poorly this is done. Yeah. So it's one out of five. As far as mustaches will go, I'm going to give Tommy Atkins three graying mows for his work. He is solid, charismatic. I feel sorry for the other actors when an 85-year-old man (laughs) wipes you off the screen with his charisma and presence. Yeah. You know? And Look, we may be a little biased there, but no, no, you're 100% correct. But it's you true. I mean, yes, I'm biased. I love Tom Atkins. But <laughs> the bottom line is he's the best actor in the piece. And when he's on screen, the film pepped slightly. Mm. I felt I was interested. Yeah. But as soon as he went, that was the end of that, and the movie just fell on its ass. So, yeah, I'm giving it one star. But three, three mo's for Tom. Yep. Right, into the, into the likes. Yeah, cool. Thomas Atkins. Yeah. Enough said. Immediately adds class to proceedings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. couple okay. of funny lines. Yeah, a couple uh, of little my gags. My favourite being when Omar Epps says something like, yeah, this is why people don't, don't like you. And he's like, people love me. <laughs> so <laughs> Tom brings us something to the table. And look, you never lose charisma and screen presence, no matter how old you are. No. And he's still a guy that when I see him on screen, I get... There's a smile when I see Tom. <laughs> get excited. I do. You held me down about this, but I'm going to throw this out there anyway. And this is coming from my wife somewhat. Yep. There's at least a little bit of, I don't know if I'd call it intrigue, but you don't actually know what the go is with this guy. And Could you give me with a roadmap to where it is? Well, <laughs> what I mean was the killer, it starts off, the killer, that they keep talking about who he is. I thought it was supernatural. Yeah. I thought it was a supernatural situation. <laughs> You're not helping your argument. <laughs> I, I, I guess at least I felt invested to find out what was going on. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, at, what, <laughs> at, what, <laughs> at what? Can you tell me the minutes where that investment sort of just. Oh, look, you cut the cord. At about finally. the 20 minute mark, I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I think it's supernatural, but if I'm wrong, who cares? <laughs> but you know what? I said to my wife, my wife says to me the next day, I said, gee, that movie was fucking terrible. And she goes, not the worst thing we've seen. I was like, what? She goes, well, I was in, she says to me, I actually wanted to know what was going on. I was like, fucking Jesus. <laughs> So she uh, gets, you're the one. <laughs> it, gets, it gets a thumbs up from her. Oh God! Yeah, no, I can't. I, I <laughs> can't go with that one. <laughs> you can't get Look, on that. There's a, there's a there's a built-in element of that in most slashes. Yeah. If it starts off competently, and I guess that's <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the argument. If it starts off competently, oh, in this case, oh, it didn't. Shit. No, no, look. I, I get with I get what she's saying. They kind of hold the end of the back scene. And it- he's not talking. There, there's obvious the parallels to Michael Myers as it goes along, and so I was kind of like, okay, so what's the point of difference? That's where the intrigue was for me. 
again. <laughs> Uh, that and the whole that idea went very quickly. Each year there was a, a murder similar style. Yeah, and you, you thought know, he was it coming was supposedly. Back to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was fucking like Horace Pinker. <laughs> so that tells you where I was at. Um, and well, don't get me wrong, I have a problem with that whole thing too. Yeah, which I'll, I'll break, break that later. down. I'll break that down in my dislikes because I've got a you know. A, Specifics that we're going to go into it. The only other thing I can bring up as a potential like was there was a hefty helping of gore. There's a fair few cutthroats where blood was flying and shit like that. Yeah. And it was reasonably well done. Yep. That's the standard these days. If you can't hit that, you shouldn't be in the business yeah. of making these sorts of movies. I've got a couple. I've got a couple more to bring what? to the table. Well, they're very small. There's a few of them, but they they all sort of. Because you sounded like you had nothing to offer no, except no, for Tom Atkins. So, look, so the Halloween setting, always love that kind of, you know, getting the... Oh, yeah, and the, the little Halloween farm thing at yep, the end. Yeah, yep. that, that's kind of... Always happy with that sort of stuff. The mask that he wears in the initial scene, the pumpkin mask, I thought that looked great. Yeah. That was a really good, good look, and I kind of wish they'd stuck with it almost. But... Obviously, we'll get into why that wasn't the case. It was it was double headed, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. You turn it turn around. around. I don't know why this is in my likes, but I, this is where, where I had one of the laughs. And when they're running through the interviews and they're doing like a montage of the quotes about the kid, and the, you get the 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 female, the um, the sheriff. Yeah, she's running through what the other high school kids said about him, and she pipes up. I mean, the scene's looking all serious and stuff, and she pipes up with. Trick was, and I quote, smart as fuck. <laughs> I just started laughing for some reason. <laughs> I didn't know which angle they were going for, but I put it in my likes because it was possibly one of the high, higher um, moments of enjoyment I got out of the film. So, shit. So it's a low bar. It is a low bar. And the very last one is, and this is very minimal. I don't, getting into the spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie, you might want to might not listen to this part, but, um, I don't hate the idea of, of it being like a crew of people. The execution of it is very problematic and we'll go... It's disastrous. Yeah, we'll go into why. But the idea, I mean, I've spoken to you about how I would have liked to have seen something like that for Scream 4 where it was like the movie club. Or, yeah, or, it, they'd know, all done it. Digging into an idea like that. And I felt like this was sort of semi... Going into that realm, trying to come up with something a little bit different that way, but it, it just it didn't work. And that shit can work. I mean, something like, I mean, we saw it in Murder on the Orient, Orient Express. Mm. Uh, again, spoiler alert for anyone who <laughs> hasn't seen that movie. I mean, but it doesn't matter. That book has been out for a million years. Yeah. But that, that was the same idea. Everybody on the train killed the guy, was involved in his death. And that works when you misdirect and you, you do that well. This doesn't know what, I mean, this is like a bull in a china shop. It's yeah. just smashing its way through the slasher movie cliches and all that sort of stuff, trying to find this alleged new angle Yeah, that's just not there. Like the idea, although had some merit, I think even in a better made movie may not have quite hit the mark either. No, not the. Uh, it's just yeah, it didn't work for the way this <clears throat> came about. You need to put in a lot of effort to tell your audience it's not these people. Yeah. It's not you know cut people out of it, and they they don't do that at all. So it's coming straight into the dislikes, it just it seems like a real hodgepodge of ideas. 
Mm. It's kind of like a slasher movie. It seems to have a little bit of saw going on at points. At one point, when the guy looks up on the TV screen and the the guy's face is on it, I was thinking Nightmare on uh, Elm Street. Yeah, I mean, I was God. still in supernatural mode at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you thought he was Horace Pinker. <laughs> I mean, that might be my own stupidity. Yeah, Boris Pinker in HD too. <laughs> but it just seems like they've got a lot of ideas and they're trying to capitalise on a, these different takes and none of them seem to come together. Yep, I would agree with that. I'm going to go straight into specifics because this one was big. Right. We've Give got another time. opening quote that sets you up for a little bit of failure because they define trick but they evoke words like a cunning act or scheme. Or a skillful act. And so you're reading these words and then immediately you're going, so I'm expecting a cunning act or scheme or a skillful act. And then you immediately realise you're not getting that. Exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those ones where, I don't know. It's as probably you too, it, it thought it was too smart for its own good. Correct. And that's what it sets it up for. You, you have just set up the expectation that we are now expecting a very good trick. I obviously expected a twist because of that intro quote. You know, you're talking about the intrigue. That's where I'm sitting there going, where's the trick? I'm still waiting for it. Yeah. And that was the only kind of thing that was keeping me keeping me hanging on because the, the back end was such a slog. It was just like, tell me the trick now because I just I don't want to go through. I'm, I'm not invested in anyone yeah. here. So let's just get to the trick so I can see whether that's going to, you know, give give me a little bit of a buzz at the end. And it, it, Yeah. When you when you use those words, you really set yourself up. One of the big things for me too was you composite the fact that this murderer is basically a group, right? Mm-hmm. But I, the characters are so thinly sketched. I mean, I couldn't give a fuck. In fact, one of them, when they reveal themselves, I remember thinking to myself, Who's "Who that? the hell's that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like it's really sort of cheap. Kind of the old classic of you see them and then it flashes back to where yeah. we saw them initially. Yeah. And they're only, you know, bit players. Well, I think I know the bloke you're talking about. It's, it's the taller guy with the bald head. Yeah. I looked at him. I thought the same. I thought, where's he? And then they showed the flashback and I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, I think I remember him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did, I did not sure. remember him at all. I don't remember him turning <laughs> up on the scene in the first part of the movie. So, quite frankly, <laughs> that doesn't work. Unless no. you know the character. Yeah. E.g. Stu and Billy in Scream. Mm. The reason why that works is because we know them. Yeah. And time has been spent to separate them and misdirect the audience that they didn't do it. Correct. And in that, we had a small group, all right? We had a small group of people. And as you said, you got to know a lot of them, which is where the whodunit angle is really developed. You're getting little little swerves and tricks that, that are making you think about each character and could it be them. In this one, it's just like who, who it ends up being are people that just get stuck in there randomly for two seconds and one of them stuck out like just very, very strange, it's like the, the, the place that they were in, the, the girl in the bar. Yeah. The way that they took this this girl serving drinks into this little place where you give her a couple of lines of dialogue and and this really weird interaction with the other two automatically kind of brought up this suspicion because you you're conditioned to looking at these films 
and seeing something like that and going, so why did they why did they give those lines to her? Because yeah. if they did did it with no coming back to it, it sticks out and is really strange. So you kind of knew something was going to happen there, but by the end of it, when she came around, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. I'm sorry to Who say I, did, I didn't. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to come out of the computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're sitting there going, I can't see any satellites. I don't know how he got here. Is he going to come out of that TV screen? <laughs> the acting is poor. Subpar. I'm going to give Omar Epps a... a Say, I'm going to say he's passable. I'm not going to say he was brilliant because he wasn't. Oh, he was, but he was passable. He turned up. He did his job. Yeah. He walked onto the spot. He said he's laughing, <laughs> and it wasn't laughable. He cashed his checks. He, he said to his, his wife, check. "I got to find better jobs." Yeah. <laughs> Can, uh, should we fire my agent? <laughs> Tom Atkins, of course. We've 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 waxed lyrical about Tom and his mustache. That's that's a given. Everyone else is bad. Jamie Kennedy, I mean, God, he looks like life has really kicked him up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just, he looks, he looked defeated. Oh, he looked shit. disinterested. And, and, you know, I can't speak for the bloke. In a way, he was downplaying because his, his sort of style is a little more, you know, in some of his other films, being more sort of hyper and, and yeah, up, yeah. up vibe. So he's obviously downplaying a little. Yeah. He's actually not really in it that much. No, uh, the, the, at the I've got a day. dislike about him too, other than what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Was it his hair? Well, his hair looks awful. I think somebody needs to, to just tell him, Jamie. You, you need to again cut it. whether it was for the character. I don't know, but um, no, the little the little stinger at the end. Yeah, him. I mean, if the sequence before that, you were looking at him. And looking at his facial expressions and just waiting for the second that he was going to say, I'm in on it too. Mm. And then he didn't. So the second you saw the person coming over the ridge, yeah. you it were like, you. oh, okay. I think I know who that is. See, for me, if you wanted to. <laughs> you were thinking, how is he uh, manifested in physical form? <laughs> yeah, why isn't he sort of glowing on the outside? <laughs> no, for me, if if I was. If you're looking to maybe take it in a slightly different direction, it should have been the sheriff. Something of that nature. A twist that says the sheriff's been in on this for the entire time, working kind of against Denver the whole time, but playing it off that she's not. Mm. Um, that could have been a that would have been a twist that would have surprised me, as opposed to possibly him. Diving through the television. <laughs> oh, the more you talk about that, the more I think that's where they should have gone. <laughs> well, it's well, supernaturally or what? <laughs> yeah. I'm you- like, hey, not the sheriff. I'm talking supernatural. <laughs> well, I mean, commit. <laughs> commit to, the commit to something. But did Jamie Kennedy... Make his head an actual talking pumpkin or something like that. Jamie Kennedy's involvement, just it just kind of reeked of... You kind of saw it coming. Yeah. After the big reveal had already happened. Correct. So, again, going in sort of early on, so the scene in the hospital... Yeah. ...when you still had some sense of hope that things might course correct here, but <laughs> um, as soon as... As soon as he gets shot out the hospital window and he hasn't spoken to anyone or whatever, it's like they've invited comparisons to Michael Myers. Yeah. And they probably shouldn't have invited comparisons to 
a movie of the ilk of Halloween. <laughs> no, they should not. <laughs> it, it made it really tough not to think about it. Yeah, I can guarantee you that. And as I said to you, you know, it, it brings in, we're laughing about the supernatural, but I was thinking similar because of that intro. And, you know, we spoke about this, that, that Myers actually developed into Supernatural. It took a couple of movies to think, well, it's a little bit ridiculous now that he's coming back and turn into Superman a little bit. I mean, the first movie, it's a one-story drop, you know, survivable, and, and that worked for the ending. This one, the bloke drops. So they describe it as 27 feet. They show a picture of him, at like security footage, Connecting heavily with the pavement, like you hear the <laughs> kind of like, he almost yeah, it looks like a fucking pretzel when he hits the ground. And I was just like, you've just lost me with the supernat with the, with the kind of Superman. But stuff see, already. I could have copped supernatural. I could have copped those things if the whole idea was that he was supernatural. But, so how but do we, where do we go there? Do we find him with a bloody the, the Horace Pinker style voodoo? Voodoo gear and talking to the devil on the TV or something. Where like we that. go is he's he's just I don't know <laughs> fuck something he he was doing <laughs> he was manipulating something right. <laughs> well, we find him. We find him in a little cabin with his cauldron full of shit. Like <laughs> I can't fucking keep a straight face talking about this. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> No, it shouldn't have been supernatural. He shouldn't. He just shouldn't have fallen. <laughs> he shouldn't have fallen fucking fifty stories after getting shot. Like this is the thing that people he got shot get. ten times. Subtlety, yeah, would have been they run outside and he's gone. Yeah, Simple. correct. Exactly I mean, what they did with Michael Myers at the end of Halloween. So right? with Myers, they'd also spent an entire movie setting him up as the boogeyman. Yeah. And he doesn't get, I mean, he doesn't, in the opening five minutes, he doesn't get shot ten times. <laughs> fly, fly out a window. <laughs> no. It takes time to build up to that. And By they the were time trying- that happens, we think he's the boogeyman. He gets shot a couple of times. You can't see whether it actually hit him in some, you know, when yeah. you watch it. You can look at that and say, I'm not sure whether it actually hit him. He falls one story onto a lush lawn. <laughs> oh, talking about lush, I mean, it was, it was beautifully It's like tended. landing on a pillow. So it's it, magic. You can buy that he gets up and walks away, but we'd already invested into this guy is the boogeyman. Yeah. This bloke, I mean, we hadn't had time to invest in anything. They were trying to do the same thing as Halloween. In that he killed those people for no reason. Yes. Right? But we didn't build to no. any of that. And the reason why Halloween works, not to harp on the family. I mean, Halloween, we just fucking Halloween, threw, we got thrown out the window fucking, with him. A fucking five <laughs> minutes of Halloween is better than this, a hundred minutes of this shit, right? And I don't want to harp on it because Halloween's a far superior picture, but basically Halloween built Myers into almost supernatural via the boogeyman angle. Yeah. and it- He was not, they, he didn't. No reason, no rhyme for what he was doing. He was there and he was going to kill them and there was no reason for it. Yeah. And no, how, how does anyone know whether he could take a bullet and shake it off? Nobody yeah. knew. And I don't, again, I, like I don't want to harp on it either, but this is what I said. They invited those comparisons. I mean, it seemed very clear that that's what they were going for. So you can't help but think of it. Yeah. In, in this, we spend five minutes at the start with a mass murder sequence with ca- we don't get to know any characters at all, and then this guy makes an escape, 
and gets blown out a window, fucking pogo sticks on his head <laughs> on the pavement, and then supposedly what? Breaks into a roll and falls down into the... Yeah. Admittedly, when you finally get to the twist, you realise that's not actually how it happened. No. He had people working with him. But even that doesn't make sense. Because he hadn't gone viral, which is another fucking dislike. I'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> if he was Horace Pickett, yes, so he had So he has gone convinced viral. the crew before he's actually done anything yet. But the other problem too was I actually think he would have been better, they would have been better service by not having him alive, right? Because he was still alive at the yeah. end in a wheelchair. I mean, as expected I after mean, falling that far. But what I mean is... They take his they get legacy. Rid of him so we don't know if he's alive. Yes. Or not. Yeah, yeah. They take his legacy. They take up the mantle or whatever. Yeah. It's a copycat. Yeah. Group. I mean that that's <laughs> so many so many things that could have gone differently here, isn't there? Yeah. Um. You mentioned the violence. So it was clear they were trying to ramp up the violence and and kind of stamp their little make their little mark that way. But the problem is none of it is remotely memorable. No. At all. There's no kind of even that. Over the top kind of crane incident that's kind of like Saul. Yeah. Which, honest to goodness, <laughs> when some fucking moron is up in a crane swinging it at me, yeah. I'm a very difficult target to hit if yeah. I'm on foot. Yeah. But no, 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 let's get in the car and sit there right in the, right in the, the firing line. Yeah. You know, so. <clears throat> Not to mention, though, that, that, that would have taken some setup. I mean, it's a jigsaw store. Did anyone walk past and say, hey, buddy, like, why are you hanging bricks and cinder blocks from this fucking wire here? <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody, nobody came across that beforehand. Like, it's another one where, you know, we've spoken about how you look at something like Saw and some of the, some of the traps are sort of smaller scale and you can imagine somebody tinkering away at this and setting this up. And then other times you look at some of them and go, who did this? Yeah. Like, who, this guy needs a fucking crew. He needs contractors. Yeah, contract work, <clears throat> all this sort of stuff. Same with the one that's also saw style where the bloke gets his head cut off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, um, was, that was, I think that's the one I was referring to where the bricks were hanging against yeah, the yeah. wire and then he comes and leaps on and hangs yeah. off the cinder block or whatever. Yeah, that was just, I just didn't go for that. <clears throat> one of my favourite, and I got a, a huge laugh, is where, uh, oh, no, sorry, I'll just touch on this first. The dialogue, there seemed to be a sound problem on the one I was listening to. The sound seemed quite muted. I had to jack it up a fair bit just to hear it. I think that could be my ears. But <laughs> yeah, you're the bottom line was the sound was real muddy for me. Either and, that or you stuck your head, stuffed your head in your bloody uh, couch so you didn't have to watch yeah. anymore or something. And the other thing was the direction is shocking. Yeah, Everything's just fucking lens flares all over the place. There's yeah. shitty over-the-top colorizations and stuff. It's like, fuck, what are you doing? But I can't even, even that, see what's going on. Well, that was the thing. You couldn't see in terms of how it's framed too. Like, you, you just, there were so many things where you were just like, fuck, what am I watching? Like, it's just cutting. Because really it wasn't even a style. Like, it was just no. kind of like gr- trying to be grungy or something. I don't, not really sure what they were aiming for. Hmm. But. I got a good laugh about when they're, they're, all the kids are talking to the police about what Trick looked like. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, he had a big nose or he was tall or whatever. And, you know, none of them matched up. Yeah. But if you look closely, there's a fucking picture of a clown. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I could just see it now. Yeah, he looked a bit like Pennywise. <laughs> 
Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, God. he used to, you know, he'd whip out his lunchbox and he'd be munching on an arm. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we'll, we'll get into that when we delve a little bit into the issues with the, with the ending. But another one I got, I started laughing when they mentioned this, but at one point they talk about whether it's performance art. And then they, <laughs> and then they say, he's got a lot of fans online. I mean, look, I know there is some shit people online, but I'm not sure that there's a lot of killers per se that have fucking fan clubs that are just out on, you know, we, we don't have a social media group of fan clubs for, for something like this. I understand what they're going at, that mm. there is groups of fucking people that find each other, some some seedy types that find each other, an underground kind of. And I think they're sort of also touching on the whole idea of like Ted Bundy. Correct. Being a, kind of like a celebrity. Yep. Years and years after his death and, and, and you know, because of the true crime yeah. thing, is it? But but it's clumsy. It doesn't work. Start the film with one of his YouTube videos or whatever to show yeah. us that he's got a, a following. Yeah. But for even the, when you see the YouTube videos, you for, for some performance art. Yeah, really. some performance art. It was just, yeah, I didn't. He's start. misunderstood. He was just a performance artist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. he used to come. He used to come to school, you know, in head to toe black spandex, and then stand in a corner making funny shapes and tell us it was, you know, yeah. tell us it was his commentary uh, on the walk po- into class, political stance. He, or something. He'd walk into class with a fucking puffy shirt on, a skull, and go to be or not to be. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, that shit didn't fly for me at all. Yeah, because again, you're trying to say that these people connected. Online, perhaps, yeah. or yep. connected with what he was he was putting out there. Yeah, but they all seem to be in a fucking two mile radius of each other <laughs> for starters. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't really fly. And secondly, it's just we we got no indication of him. Yeah, he wasn't a character. He was just Correct. a name. And the 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 thing that you mentioned too, like when they when they talk about and describe all. Have the people all making their descriptions of trick? I mean, I we all went to high school. There was people that were quiet, that were different. But if a different person is turning up into your class every day and saying, "I'm trick," you gotta someone's gonna go, "No, you're not." <laughs> but it seems like everybody saw a different person. Yeah. I think that's what the, the, the angle that they were going for. That multiple people were coming into class and. Or coming into school and saying they were trick. I may have misunderstood that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But otherwise, I don't get the whole angle of we've all given a different description. I understand, yeah, he's a loner and we didn't take much notice of well, him. Well, that's what you I You still got know out. what he fucking looks like. That's what, what I got out of it is nobody knew what he looked like because no one knew him. Yeah. But but so why is he at a party full of teenagers and going, hey, trick, 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 if they didn't know him and if they all thought he looked different? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a fair question. I didn't actually think of that either. But Yeah, well, true. you were thinking um, he's got some, you know, he's gone back to his cabin and done another magic trick to change what oh. he's, <laughs> he's, he's, fucking, <laughs> he's sitting in a cabin stirring his, his witch's broth or he's fucking got, he's sitting there with a bloody fucking... I'm not sure where your head was at. What's it? Uh, look, because I because I thought it was supernatural, I lost control of where I was. 
<laughs> just quietly, the fucking FBI agents that, that uh, they get involved in the case yeah. with Epps, yep. they are the most fucking inept coppers oh, on earth. That's shocking. They don't even look like coppers. The lady especially is given some <laughs> absolute wretched lines. I mean, <laughs> she's the one who looks at him, and the delivery's not good either, but she looks at him and goes, have you considered a copycat? <laughs> it's like, that was probably first on the list, but then it, She's got another real bad. <laughs> she gets, she gets the picture and goes, "Why is he sending me this?" <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. I mean, the, the male FBI agent looked like a fucking bar fly. Like, he wasn't an FBI agent. He yeah. just wandered over after a few too many drinks. Oh, yeah. the I think they were running a scam. They thought, this bloke's looking for someone. Let's pretend to be there and he'll buy us a couple of drinks. So did you consider a copycat? <laughs> no, 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 I was considering supernatural. Yeah. I went to the, I went out to the forest to have a look for his buddy, his cabin and his, you know, his witchcraft, his bloody pentagrams <laughs> that he'd drawn on the ground and all this sort of shit. But the other, the other thing about that too is the uh, barfly <laughs> gets uh, beaten up in the toilet after saying he was going to buy his round, and then they also get they also miss out on the other free round that's being delivered by the bird who's eventually in on it. So he's cost them two free rounds. <laughs> I'm more upset about that. <laughs> no wonder he got his head cut off. <laughs> he, was, he was fucking behind on his tab. <laughs> ah, <you> bastard. <laughs> I got a very big laugh out of the um, when the deputy dies, yeah. you know, in the car yep. with the swinging crane. Um, Again? <laughs> and after that shit's all over, the, the sheriff's back in her office and she picks up a photo of the two of them together and it's been taken, like, fucking that day. The day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same. And they even looked like they were standing at the place that, they, <laughs> that their murder took place. <laughs> It's just like, it's like, yeah, yeah, before it's we, as before lazy we, as we get. Before we go and track down this, quick, selfie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that. It reminds me of that gag in one of Leslie Nielsen's pictures where he goes into a golf pro shop and he's in there, you know, putting and that. And this bloke comes up behind him, taps him on the shoulder and he turns around and goes, ah, threatens him with the putter. And then yeah. the, he goes, oh, yeah, like, it's, it's old, mate. Yeah, we, we go way back. And then it flashes back and they go back to when he to came when he and tapped you on the shoulder. Yeah. Yep. Like, fuck, it was so bad. I was just like, you know what? No matter how small your budget, you can take you can take your different clothes and take a picture somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, before you change into wardrobe, it doesn't wardrobe, cost money to before, fucking take a photo yeah. on your phone. Before you before you get into wardrobe, can we just get a couple of shots of you guys in your casuals and make <laughs> it look like this wasn't taken the day of the shoot? Oh, I love it. The mask on the TV. I mean, Jesus! If you hadn't already lost me, I was. What you had by then, but if you hadn't, that would have just been the, the turning point to say that. Yeah. I'm completely out. You still might have been thinking, you know, uh, how I, is he- I went like this. Hmm. Witchcraft. Where are we going now? <laughs> but, yeah, I, once I saw that, I was just like, oh, my God. And then the poor old dad that's, I'm not sure. He'd had a brain injury or something. I think he'd had a brain like. injury, and the the actor was doing his best. But I think perhaps Dad should have just been musical in a coma. coma. <laughs> I, think, I think he should have just been in a coma. Yeah, but oh, it was so stupid. I got one for you. 
The sheriff and Omar Epps are, are talking about it in There's a 25-minute stretch where twice they have the bloke on toast, but they've got him covered, and then Epps trips over and falls into the <laughs> sheriff and lets the <laughs> guy run off. <laughs> like, oh, you two are just hopeless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good stuff there. Uh, there was a mention of Big Graham Yoga. <laughs> Most tasteless thing in the whole movie. <laughs> Yeah. Edit that out. <laughs> yeah, take that bit out. Yeah, yeah. Talk about bloody spin class or something. Don't mention Big Ram Yoga. Yeah, yeah. Just say yoga. I mentioned Big Ram. My my last dislike because really that that there's there's a stretch there where I was just fucking tuned out. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I was tuned out. The twenty the, the <clears throat> twenty minutes after Tom Atkins died, I could barely remember a thing. <laughs> the actual reasoning behind Trick and the whole group. Yeah, it was just, it was just silly. Like words couldn't describe exactly how it how it comes about. It just does not work at all. And I'm like you. I appreciate they're going trying to do something. They're trying to stretch and and do something with the the the, the ending of the slasher film. But it it's just not work. It didn't work at yeah. all. I mean, it's largely the, the reason seems to be oh he went viral, and we're doing this because we can, like. Give us a little bit more, like. <laughs> but also, wouldn't it make sense that it was his uh, people in school, perhaps? Yeah, like his mantle or friendships he had. I mean, I was expecting the the footballer who lied about being the hero to perhaps be in on it. Yeah, yeah. Which I think would probably worked better. Well, I mean, you've brought no, up another dislike. You brought <laughs> you brought up another dislike related to the whole thing. The fact that she doesn't remember stabbing him? Yeah, what was that all about? I don't know. And, and what bearing did it have on anything? Just, uh, I st- I'm still kind of like, why did we need it? Because they were, they were both still in the fucking sights anyway. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Um, but, yeah, the, that rationale is bullshit. I mean, you're not getting a group of fucking followers on that. I mean, <laughs> you've got to come up with something of substance, some kind of you got to have something to, to get them together. And the misidentification, I mean. And saying that he turned up to, no one had ever met his parents and he somehow oh, got into school without any fucking papers. Not, and- yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you do not get into school without a fucking parent meeting. There's a meeting before you fucking get into the school. We haven't met your parents and we don't know if your name's actually Trick. What? You've got to provide fucking documents. There's got to be a birth certificate there. Minimum. Like, Jesus Christ. Talk about stretching it thin. But then, yeah, th- th- this group of followers that we seem to be matching. I mean, there's fleeting glances of them, but we're matching them all together. It's the same person. But they're all different fucking heights, genders, weights. I mean, as you said, one of them's bald. I know they were wearing hoods, but <laughs> one of them's bald, one of them... And they were, so they were trying to make out, like, oh, because they paint their face, no one recognises them. Yeah, except one of you is six foot two and the other one's fucking five foot three. Like, Yeah. It's... Yeah. Oh, shit. The, the bottom line is, surely somebody picks up on it. Because the idea is, this has been going on for four years? Yes. Was that the, the timeline? 2015 through 2019? Yeah. Been going on for four years, and this, these people are toying with this cop. Who, yeah. But nobody sees anything. I mean, it's because there's no survivors. 
Like, okay, take all that out. In the in the period that we're looking at in 2019, so nobody recognises it because there were multiple survivors. Yeah. So nobody says, oh, that that guy was like, no, no, that guy, person that attacked me was like five foot five. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just... There's too much bullshit too much to, to swallow. Cop. Exactly, exactly. You can, you can, you can, you can cop that in some portions. Like, for example, the first one that's revealed to be not the kid that we thought it was, he actually looks a little bit like. Yes. And you can say, okay, well, I see that. But then the other ones, you're just sort of like, that's where it kind of loses the loses the the impact. Mm. Because not only do you see the varying people that are doing it, but then you also see the that they they deliver the rationale. Yeah. So, yeah, that was not good. The last one for me too was uh, having the the actual kid in the wheelchair. That, I mean, they again they lingered on him. They showed the shot of him. Yeah, yeah where he's coming through. And then he goes, you know, push, starts pushing through the door and then he lifts his head up for a second and you looked at him there and you said, that's the kid. So, I mean, I feel like that was intentional because they wanted you to get that, but then, oh, but here's the kicker. But even then I was just like, it just. They should have killed him. He should not have survived the initial act. He should have been killed. But now there's, there's suddenly next year there's another massacre Involving someone who's similar, yeah. So Denver starts to think that to believe that maybe the guy's still alive. I think that probably would have worked better. I mean, the sheriff tells us about fifty fucking times that I couldn't possibly be alive. Yeah, I know. We get told that over and over while it's they're bouncing from bullshit. one scene to another, saying it's trick, and someone else is saying no, it's not, and then we get another scene of so him saying no, it's trick, no, it's not. Yeah. I mean, the first forty-five minutes of that, it just feels that's all they're doing is one to another. Exactly. What else you got, mate? Anything? No, that was it. That was that it. Was it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go too deep. I don't want to <laughs> nah. lay the slipper in too hard. All right. That was 2019's trick. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrillme Podcast Australia, at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and Instagram at thrillmepodcast.au. Please try and rate and review us on iTunes and Podomatic. If you can, next episode, we get some real Atkins now. This was just a a small taste of Tom. (laughs) We go back to his heyday, the 1980s, with Maniac Cop. It's been a long time. I remember getting scared by Maniac Cop when I was a lot younger. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it. After watching it this time, I'm surprised I was scared. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it it till a bit later, so I don't don't, don't know if I shared that... uh, Bad experience, but uh, looking forward to seeing some, as you said, Tom in his, some in his real, absolute heyday. Yeah, in his element yeah. as a, as a, as a world weary cop. <laughs> but until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net. Dot .au